There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh. It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken. Mm. Pico de gallo. Purple cabbage. And new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Back for a third day of culture. On the third day of culture. Oh, we did oh, we did create a catchphrase, didn't we? <laughs> Listeners, readers, we're recording these sort of spread out <laughs> and in these insanely concentrated sessions. <laughs> we, we, we were supposed to say on the third day of culture, the gift that the day they gave it was to me. On the third day of culture, it was. Yes. That's right. (laughs) Let's, and even if it was slightly different from what we originally said, that is from now on. Yeah. Just before we get into. You have a sty, don't you? No, it's not that I have a sty. It's just that I have an eye problem and I need to ask you, the doctor in my life, about it. Yes. Every day I wake up and only my one eye. Uh No, just my one eye. Can you see? It looks weird. Well, I can't, you need to come up closer to the lens. I'm getting up. See how red it looks? What makes you think it's not a sty? Because the sty happens below your eyeball. Like, okay, so just readers. Not every, here, let, can I just describe what's happening? I don't think that's true. When you when I wake up in the morning, for some reason, my one eye, the eyelid, is a little sorry. I, I know you guys see me as like this sort of dainty, hot little twink, but my one eyelid is crusty. It is like something is going on with my one eyelid 
And I don't know what it is. Is it contact dermatitis? Can you tell I've looked something up? I can tell what you have not looked up, which is styes. And all of the images that are popping up are on the top eyelid. Oh, shit. All right. So maybe I have a sty. But girl, I don't know. Warm compress. Here's what you do. Do you have, do you have like dry rice or something in the house? You don't cook. Do you think I have dry rice? You're supposed to put like rice in a sock, tie it, microwave it for 35 seconds, and then just, or just or whatever hot compress you can you can reheat. Doug says, pink eye, I can see it from here. I certainly no, don't have Doug, pink eye. And if that's nice. some sort of anal sex joke, it really isn't. It's not acceptable. We don't use eyes with anal sex, Doug. We don't put yeah. our eyes in the butt. I'm not, it, I'm not 19 years old putting my eyes in butts. I've learned since then. Just kidding. Never once did that. I have many times. You just accidentally had sex with your well, you eye, know, you fucker, I, you sick fucker. While I've been down there, and then I <laughs> just kind of, I kind of brush past it with my my little my eyelash gives it a little butterfly kiss. Your little fecals got in your eye. <laughs> the, his fecals, dear, <laughs> darling. I don't really know you to be some sort of hole muncher. I don't. I just don't talk about it. It's not a yeah, theme in my really conversation. Yeah, you really don't talk about it. You don't talk about it enough. Talk about it. What? Having sex or or, or have you eaten ass? a whole butthole? Have I ever? You've done it and you like it? Yes, of course. <laughs> what about you? What about you? I'm on the record that I am a fan of it. But but you never really you always seem to be, you know, Dainty. more the receiver. But that's something that's like Quick very easily, very easily reciprocable. Really? Because some I meet some gay men and they're like, who, who don't, no who don't do way. it. Okay, but you won't do it. So are you like a DJ Khaled? But are you a gay <laughs> DJ Khaled? No, I not, no, I'm not. First of all, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about other people. But and other people who who are like, no, I will never eat someone's ass. But I demand you eat mine. That's not who I'm. That's not the type of girl I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. about these type of girls who are just completely, just sort of like, no, the butthole's off the table. They'll have anal sex, but when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, the shit getting, you know, let's say a mouth on it mm-hmm. people are you know feeling a little bit dainty about it they feel a little bit victorian about it they feel a little chaste they feel like a victorian woman mm. i don't understand that i feel these men need to discover their buttholes and i wish that straight men would discover their buttholes i really do god bless the ones who have who understand they're out there who have seen god the way that we have oh hun and i actually spoke to a straight woman recently who said she has eaten butthole and then i thought to myself man's butthole a a straight man's butthole and i thought to myself (sighs) wow that must be a A true m night Shyamalan horror movie Mm. that must be truly that because but but when you when you pull down the pants you know there's going to be a twist and the twist is it's dirty in a way you can't imagine straight men i know they don't take care of their buttholes i know and let's just say this for our straight engineer to be telling me accusing me of pink eye it's really gross. Really gross. He would get pink eye if he even looked at, if he even looked at his butthole in a mirror. That's that's that is cold, Matt. Wow, you really smoked him out. Speaking of which, <laughs> he said, "Ouch." I said, "Smoked him out." No, Doug said, "Ouch." Ouch Doug, Doug, Doug said, Doug's ouch. hurt. He's hurt by it. He's hurt by what well, I said. 
we're hurt by what he said. Um, it's the third day of culture. I'm sorry about your sty. I, I don't think I don't think it's the it's a sty. I I think I just have to moisturize more. I don't know what it is, but maybe it is a sty. But do styes last weeks? This is tough. Sometimes if you don't conjunctivitis, which is that is pink eye. He's saying the fancy word for pink eye now. Oh, because he thinks we're stupid. This is why you can't trust me because I thought that was something different. I'm not a doctor. I I I'm not a doctor. And that's how you know I have been looking all of this up. Girl. Because I knew the word conjunctivitis. And then Doug says, I have had it many times. Well, that's that's his, that's something he's revealing about well, himself. I guess you've looked at your butt in the mirror. <laughs> if he's it's had the, it. It's the third day of culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's, our, it's the third day of culture, man. Yeah. I'm so excited to keep discovering these days. Well, you know, today actually is one of Bowen's um, picks. And yes. I think that when he said this one, I said, absolutely, this was one of the most important days of culture that I can think of. And if to think that it might have missed the list of days of culture, it would just be, I wouldn't be able to forgive ourselves because we have to take it all the way back to the beginning. And this really does, Bowen, amazing pick. Thank you so much. And this is the the beginning. I mean, this Truly. is the beginning of the rest of our lives. Our lives. Over and over. Because over how, and over. Just think about how often you use the thing that was discovered on this day. Are you ready? Mm. Yeah. It's a discovery. Here we go. On the third, third day, day of, of culture, culture, it was. Okay, so I'm going to say the date and then mm-hmm. we say the, yes, the thing together. That's what we do. This third day of culture is June 10th, 1752. Ben, ben Franklin, Franklin flies, flies the, kite, the kite and, and girl makes, makes a, a shocking, shocking discovery. I what do you think? Wish I could have been there that day. I Me really too. do because that would have been just a, can you imagine if <sighs> your girl your 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 good girl your girl if your good girl just said I'm going to fly the kite today and you were like yes sister We'll be here and we'll watch you fly the kite. We love when you fly it high. And your girl's name is Ben. And he's sort of known for being a crazy person in government. <laughs> I don't 1752, he wasn't really in government at the time. Maybe he was a, he was a great mind. <laughs> so he was wait, a leader. He was me? a leader. He was a leader. You're telling me that well, I actually never even thought about this. His discovery of electricity was before America. Was before he was such a mover and shaker in the government? Yes. What an amazing man. Amazing man. Cre- cre- invented bifocals. Ben Franklin is that girl. He is that girl. That's rule of culture number 10. Ben, ben Franklin, Franklin is, is that, that girl. girl. Whoa. Can you imagine? I can't imagine a life without glasses. They're part of my look. No, it's it, it. They're they're a part of your look. Most crucially, they're a part of your look, and then secondarily, you need them to see. I need them to see. Now, now I don't need them anymore. I have contacts, but huh? You know? Do you think? Do you think? Um. Wait, what? I just thought about something with you. What did you think? You could be a Tina Fey, and I don't <laughs> even know. What does that mean? A liar about glasses. No, I'm everyone. Not. No, you are. And actually, I'm realizing, and I'm. It's all flashing back to me now. It's like the end of a classic thriller where you see a montage, <laughs> and it all makes sense. You're a liar. You're a Tina Fey about glasses. What makes you? What are what are the the scenes in the flashback? Like, when did I ever lie to you? It's about just like glasses? me turning around and you sort of taking off your glasses and looking at them. Like, I don't need these. <laughs> 
<laughs> like you, you putting glasses away, like on a trip. <laughs> Because you don't need them. You see that I'm asleep and then you take off your glasses and like all of a sudden you can see better. You're a bitch. That's that's what a Tina Fey is. Tina Fey famously doesn't really need those glasses. She wears them right. as an aesthetic choice image. Well, for me, first of all, my first glasses were very ugly. And so I, it became a functional. It was a functional thing that became aesthetic. <laughs> Why you had ugly glasses? All I was able to choose from were the Costco frames. That's all you could get? That's all I could get. <laughs> for how long? For like, until I was like in the eighth grade, I want to say. Or no, like in high school, until I, was, I got to high school. Like we got, because my prescription, I would always get my eye exam at the Costco. Shout out to the Costco eye, eye care centers. We love you. Mm. But the selections, especially back then, were not so great. Especially if you were just going, you know, to the brick and mortar to shop for your glasses instead of buying them online these like like we do these days. But I went and girl, slim pickings. I have never even thought about your sort of journey. Journey through the trauma that was having to wear eyewear that you didn't like. It is a trauma. It is a trauma. Honestly, Thank girl. You. I have thought to myself that from the beginning, at least when they tell little kids they need glasses, which has got to be a tough thing to hear, Mm -hmm. that at least they say, but you can have the most amazing pair. But no. You think every kid who, you think it's part of the... (laughs) That's why I have a lot of unlearning to do. You have a lot of unlearning to do. And think about the ways that 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 disinformation has served you in the past. It served me. It certainly has... And it served me in negative ways because it set me on a course where I did not know anything about my sister's real pain, which was that you didn't have the glasses that you liked. And you are such an aesthetic person. You are such a person that is in touch with um, your image and you, you love, you love, you love your sort of, you know, things. And for you through middle school, which is such a hard, difficult time, wouldn't you say? I would say so. So much bullying, <laughs> so much bad language. <laughs> you know? Yes. yes. I'm crying. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm crying. You are crying really hard right now. <laughs> and to think that you had no control over the aesthetic on your very face, that really breaks my heart for you because I know it probably chapped a young Bowen's ass. And I, uh, you know, I like to think of you as being indignant as a child in a, in a state I of sort mad. of upset. But this is like a sort of, you know, sadness I don't want to think about you ever going through. Thank you. What was something that you struggled with in middle school? My colorblindness. Oh, my God. And while, first of all, while my sister. This became such an emotional episode of Lost College. It's crazy. It's one of the most it's crazy. It's one of the top four most emotional episodes of all time. I I was listening to you. I was receiving what you were sending me just now. Your empathy, your mm-hmm. understanding, your yeah. love, your mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I was in full consumption mode. I did not even think about the way my sister, to this day, well, cannot see colors the way that they are. It's going to be a chapter in my book, actually. I cannot see colors. I can't wait to really get into that. Um, But I just want to say that my narrative with colorblindness has really taken over the conversation of our friendship for the past decade. 
And I so I have, I don't know we have not had this conversation. I feel that you are well aware of my colorblindness, whereas I was not aware of the sort of pain that came with not being able to choose your glasses that you liked until a certain age. That is truly... And you would say that those are those are on the same level, those pains? I would say one is a is a real handicap and one is a temporary um, but debilitating setback. A thing to overcome. Yeah. Because I don't know that, I'm sorry, I don't know that you will ever overcome your colorblindness. No, you I may not. Live with it. You will live with it, but I don't know if it'll be. You'll no, be I'm like, living you know, with colorblindness. I'm living with colorblindness. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I, I've actually received in the past gifts. In fact, last year I got a Secret Santa, Secret Santa gift from Chris Schleicher. And he got me a pair of glasses that were for colorblind people. Oh my goodness. And yes. And by the way, I've he's also a reader. Story. He's a reader of the pot. He also got me a lighter that says Adina is a base. Amazing. Because it was famously one, one of them, one of the rules of culture that resonated with him. And he got me this pair of glasses. <laughs> That's really good. That were supposed to correct my vision. And it became that moment that you see, like when a woman hears for the first time, like if she hears her own voice. <laughs> like that, those videos, those heart, yeah, those heartwarming videos. I was like, oh my God, are we gonna have that moment? But then Turns out they were just shitty glasses. And I saw like what you'd see if you went into like a fun house. And here's the thing. I can choose to either believe <sighs> that's that so that's true and you're all seeing a true fun house. And I would rather prefer my vision or the glasses were bad. And I'm inclined to believe the glasses were bad. What a, what a fucked up life. What way of no, but well, yes, but just that. The label, the packaging, whatever would give off that these were colorblind, like glasses for colorblind people, people experiencing colorblindness. You put them on, like you, the anticipation of touching one with your fingers about to put them on for the first time thinking, will this be, it feels like a scam. This is, this is how I can describe the, um, the trauma of that situation. When Mm. I put those glasses in my hand, I heard the most beautiful music. Like I felt like it was a, the scoring of my life was swelling. I was like, this is going to be a moment oh of all God. time. And then I was just disappointed. So I don't think I will ever really truly see, you know, I'll never truly see. You won't. And I'm sorry, I, as a friend, I have to be honest with you and say you won't. That's okay. I think the way you've seen the world so far, all your life. Whoa, now I'm emotional. And then the way you've, interpreted that world and then the way you've told told us about it like reflected it back it's just because I think about the young kids I think think about about young young colorblind kids I think about them every day when I wake up I think there's a lot of young colorblind kids out there who can see me now you are representation you really are you're not I'm I'm not joking I know. And if you were to joke, that would be the cr- the cruelest thing you've ever done to me was to be joking right now about how I r- represent and inspire colorblind children across the country. You are for you Joe to Biden. take that from me, what? You are Joe Biden with the stuttering. See, I didn't know if you were saying I was Joe Biden in a negative way because I never really know. No, I'm a centrist. I love Joe Biden. You as a centrist, your your king is Joe Biden. My king is Joe Biden and Nira. Now, <laughs> I think, what does it say that the two of us, 
lifelong friends mm-hmm. or friends for life hosts co-hosts of a podcast co-hosts most importantly most crucially co-hosts co-hosts and co-hosts know everything about each other Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest they text all day Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Al Roker Al Roker what is the godfather to Savannah's youngest is this true yes it is yes Yes, it is it is yes no what does it say that two of us, two friends, two co-hosts, both have uh, our vision dysfunctions? We can't, we are, but our, eye, our eyeballs are fucked up. But whose eyeball is normal? No, I, and you know what I say to that? Define normal. Define normal. That's what I always go out into the streets and scream with my arms out like this. Like I spin around in a crowded street and I just say the words, define, define normal. normal. Define normal. If anyone's like, stop. No one can. No one I just can say, do that. define normal. And do they give you an answer? No. No one can. No one knows what to say to me when I tell them, when I put it to them, define normal. Normal. I don't have to act like that. You know who didn't define normal? You know who stepped outside the boxes and as a result was an inventor and politician? Benjamin Franklin. We've been calling him Ben Franklin this whole time. And then you decided to add the gym in. I respect that. I love that. Benjamin Franklin. And you know what? They that's the man is on the hundred dollar bill. He's a discoverer of electricity. And I, I I can't imagine what it was like to have been there. Was he electrocuted, oh that girl? That girl was a little um zapped. Was Just she fried? Oh my god. You know, the legend has it that he maybe almost died. I, I don't I don't really know gay. Oh, sorry, no, I almost died, right. Was well, maybe maybe, he was maybe gay. almost died, and I'm sure he was gay. He probably thought about it. Now, I think that. Oh my God, Anna! Yeah, okay, well, we have a note. Anna, just Matt, read this note. Franklin's experiment demonstrated the connection between lightning and electricity. To dispel another myth, Franklin's kite was not struck by lightning. Oh my God. If it had been, he probably would have been electrocuted, experts say. Instead, the kite picked up the ambient electrical charge from the storm. So I guess what we're sort of understanding from what Anna has said to us is he wasn't just flying a kite like as a hobby and then got struck by lightning and said, Eureka, as it were. Mm. He sort of went out there with intent and wasn't even electrocuted and struck by lightning like we all think like 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 myth would have it who's your favorite founding father and there's a correct answer Mm. i would say my favorite founding father would be john hancock because he absolutely took his space on that document and he said i'm the greatest diva of all (laughs) i will take the quill please Mama, watch me write. And he slapped his huge slapper on there and said, find room elsewhere, fags. And then he stomped off. John Hancock. What about you? This is the correct answer. None of them because they were slave owners, honey. You got me, didn't you? That's you've been waiting to. Be, that's why you brought this up. That's why you yes. brought this whole Ben Franklin thing up. up. So you could ask me who my favorite founding father was. <laughs> so you could say the right answer was none of them because they were all slave owners. Bitch. You know How does what? That feel? What? It feels really fucking like a good opportunity for me to learn. Bitch. 
there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details hey it's bowen and i want to introduce you to the new cantina chicken menu at taco bell yes it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients great as a lunchtime option taste for yourself the slow roasted chicken pico de gallo purple cabbage and new avocado verde salsa sauce with new menu options like cantina chicken tacos burritos and quesadillas there's something for everyone and taco bell isn't just for a late night with this new cantina chicken menu the possibilities are well endless try the new cantina chicken menu at taco bell now now i said you have such grace today. Yeah, well, that's because um, the thing is, I sort of have had um, the time, mm. the space with the quarantine to yeah. really sit with myself. And um, it's been a really inspiring time and very creative. Every day I'm getting up and I'm just creating so much. And it's like, if I, it's like, this is how it is as an artist, right? It's like every single day I have to do something with all this energy. Yes. You know what I mean? Or else the energy will turn against me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to be super productive every single day. And when I wake up in the morning at 7.45, I get my coffee, which I make for myself here at my apartment. And then I sit down and I'm in my chair after just some like, just the, you know, I run a couple miles. And then I sit down in my chair at 9 a.m. I make sure that it, the latest I'll do is 9.03. Mm -hmm. And then I just start writing and I don't judge myself. You know what I mean? I just write. Mm -hmm. And usually I have a few really solid um, (laughs) completed works by four. Completed works. Yes. And that's when I'm ready to sort of unwind by watching film, television. I'll maybe have a glass of wine, Chardonnay. um, And then I'm I'm in bed by seven, 7.15. My God. So during that time, it's been really, in my in my discoveries and in my work, I've really d- discovered this compassion that I didn't have before. So the quarantine's been incredible. It's been an incredible time. That is, yeah. That, that's that's so beautiful. And yeah, and I'm inventing things too. Like Ben Franklin did? What are you inventing? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely ex- exercising my inner Ben Franklin while I'm, while I'm um, in quarantine. <laughs> Wait, you didn't answer the question. What are you inventing? Oh, Okay, so I invented it's so you know how um plants have pots? <laughs> this is a bowl. This is a bowl for a plant. Yeah. Oh my god. A plant bowl? It's a plant bowl. It's basically like like you know how you would um if you were eating like say spaghetti or soup, you'd eat it out of a bowl. Yeah. So this is you take that same kind of bowl fill it with um, fucking dirt and then you just put the, you plant a plant in there and if you water it and put it in the sun you will get a plant plant yeah, yeah, yeah. I plant feel bowl. like doesn't it need a hole to sort of lol for, for moisture to sorry <laughs> for moisture or something to, to to escape like it needs some sort of the system can't be completely closed do you know hmm. what I mean well um, I guess TBD because that was just one of today's inventions Oh, right. And then completed works, yeah. I assume, means an invention. You said you have four com- comic book series, just like um, <laughs> calendar ideas, and I'll draw out a full calendar. Um, I have, ch- uh, um, so basically, um, I have a calendar idea, which is the chickens of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it's a picture of a chicken in every Midwest state. And there's 12. The 12 Midwest states, of course, the 12 you, Midwest you states. know them. Yeah. yeah. So this is sort of to appeal to like young farmers, young girls that are sort of, um, you know, in the Midwest, they find themselves there, teachers for classrooms. This is a chickens of the Midwest calendar and it's really, really fun. And it has all the Midwest states, all 12. I think that Ben Franklin was such an amazing person. Yeah. Probably gay. Who do you think he, what do you, what do you think his type would have been? I think that he was like really fixated on a type that was like sort of unattainable at the time because I think mm-hmm. he was like, I think he was like, this is this sort of sucks to say, but I think that Ben Franklin was like addicted to these guys that would become president. You know what I mean? And they were like the hotter guys. Oh, yeah. Like these guys that they like, you know, like Hamilton that was like hot. Hotter were they younger? There's a difference. Both. I mean, like at the time it was like at the time when you were 35, you were elderly. Yeah. So like these guys like that were like young, tighter, just like a little bit more good looking, a little bit more charismatic. I think like Ben Franklin like helped them out and put so much energy and investment into them that he he could never settle down enough to mm-hmm. to sort of find his own attainable love because these guys nothing was ever good enough yeah 
the uh, like Ben, not even Ben was good enough for them. And no. they just wanted to fuck because they were like, that's Ben Franklin. I, like, yeah. Clout goes up like, wow, if I fuck him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, basically, like, just being around Ben was, like, enough. Because he, he maybe he was going to invent something really good. So you wanted to be fucking him. Well, Ben, like, held court. Be- yeah. Ben would be in the back of, back of the, you know, the bar. Mm-hmm. Just, like, having people gather around him. And he would just, like. Yeah, he was a great storyteller. You know, crack-wise or whatever. So yeah. it's. He was amazing improviser too. Amazing improviser. And like at the time it was hot, mm-hmm. like even hotter than it is now. And so I, f- Oh, and it's really hot now. Well, uh, I, but I feel like Ben probably saw himself a little desexualized because he couldn't, he was misinterpreting what des- signals of desire he was getting from men. Yeah. And I also just think like he wasn't as traditionally hot as the rest of them. And these guys were narcissists. Okay. They call themselves yeah. the founding fathers. Crazy. It's like, I mean, like Ben, it's like the wigs are there. Like the men are wearing the wigs. Yeah. The you know, white, you could, you could have worn one. Yeah. But, but instead he was like, I feel strong, powerful with my fully bald head. But I mean, at a, at a certain point you have to acknowledge the beauty standard mm-hmm. and you know, there is the beauty myth, but I think things are governed by it. It doesn't mean it's like saying like, I don't, it's like me being like, um, I don't believe in money. It's like, you can't yeah, say that. You can't say that or no ethical consumption under capitalism. It's like right. that true. So let's just kind of do our thing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do the ad for Alexa. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? We'll do the ad for Alexa. You know what I mean? So yeah. much in the same way, Ben Franklin probably was like, I'm smarter than the system, but and he really wasn't. You cannot pace it. I, I hope that he was a content person. You know what I mean? I hope that he was able to, at the end of his life, look at all the things he did and say, you know what? Maybe I didn't slay it relationship-wise. Maybe I couldn't get these guys to fuck me like in, in a locked-down way. Maybe maybe I never did like you know hook up with and keep Thomas Jefferson, which is really what he wanted. It's what they all wanted. To fuck Thomas? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. He, they let him write the Declaration of Independence. It's like that he was like the golden boy. You think? And he had that red know. hair, which made him stand out. Mm. He was married to Deborah Reed for many years. Deborah Reed. De- you know, you know name. all about what she did. What did, what did she do? <laughs> she was a big murderer killer. Yeah, she was a big killer. She was a major killer. I think Ben Franklin was gay. I think that that's why he was married to a killer is because he was like, let's make the make and have a conversation based on something else because I don't want them talking about how I'm gay. So I'm going to marry this ki- crazy killer. He's taking the scent off himself. That's smart. He's yes. so smart. He was one of the smartest. Before we move on, what's your number one electrical um, invention? Thing. Mm, a router? Router is important. Router is really good. I would say... Clock. I'd say clock. That's so important clock. and fun to tell time. And I really, I, I loved learning how to tell time. And so that was one of the highlights of, I think. How long did it take for you to, t- I mean, I just, I truly like, it probably took like all of two days to learn how to tell time from an analog oh, yeah. clock. But I felt like my brain was reorganizing itself so profoundly that it mm-hmm. took maybe 
five years for me to learn how clocks worked. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy for me because I actually learned how in 45 minutes, but then I got, so I knew how to tell time for like six years and then I got really sick. I got scarlet fever and I forgot how to walk and tell time. So I had to relearn how to walk and use a clock. So that's why my situation is a little bit more different. I I kind of assumed it didn't exist. This is, I'm sorry, I keep doing this like with the colorblind thing and um, I have to, I have a lot to learn. I have a lot to learn. Learning and unlearning. And um, you know who didn't have anything else to learn was Ben. And we want to thank him. He had a, he had it all. We want to thank him. Thank you, Ben, for risking your life to give Bowen a router and me a clock, which we thank take you. for granted. Well, that's June 10th, 1752. Ben Franklin flies the kite and girl makes a shocking discovery. That's day three of our days of culture. And what we say is... And I want to thank you for giving us the best best of culture. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.